0: Welcome to the Jack and John podcast. And I'm Jack. I'm John. And we're on a mission. To help you focus on Christ. Amen. All right. Hey, you know, Jack, I've been watching this new series that Dallas Jenkins has put out. Um, And you guys may already know what I'm talking about. It's The Chosen. The Chosen. The Chosen.
1: Yeah, I made a mistake. I called it The Choice today. (laughs) And you very quickly with a smile. The chosen Jack. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm good uh, at correcting Jack. <laughs> uh,
1: well if I have a first comment is uh I was I was uh skeptical well, sure. about it. Uh somebody kind of uh are they going to uh, change the scripture to fit in with the dramatic um, move of it. What, what is this going to be about? And um, first of all, let me tell you that I consider myself a creative person. I've always been in music, in theater, the stage, you know, preaching, writing sermons, lessons, things like that. Dance. Yeah, that, anything but that. I look like a wounded buffalo when I talk about getting a laugh. But anyway, <laughs> oh <my> uh, <laughs> uh, so I, I was skeptical. And I will be honest with you, I watched the first three uh, episodes a long time ago, and laid it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was good. Uh, I wasn't offended by it. I liked it. Uh, but then, last week, because we talked about maybe talking about this a little bit, uh, I was forced to start it again. Uh, so I started it again. And I'll be honest with you, the first three episodes, I kept falling asleep.
0: Oh my God, uh, in
1: the episode. <laughs> so then I would have to start it over again. I had my wife watching it, Melinda, and she watched it. She said, you fell asleep. So, (laughs) But listen, when I finally got to the fourth episode, Jesus is introduced now as the the main character. The background story is laid, and I was hooked. I mean to tell you, it was amazing to me. The miracles, uh, the way this was dramatically portrayed, they take license a little bit in... Uh, developing the characters and what do they like and being specific about it. But I don't think they get off the text. I don't mm-hmm. think they do any damage uh, to the uh, what the intent of Scripture is. And I'll tell you, John, just to kind of start this conversation, uh, I've watched it all now, every episode, yeah. and I can't wait. Can't wait for the next one to come along. And I recommend it. What, what did you like about it?
0: Or did you oh, like it? No, I, I love it. In fact, you know, we did kind of something kind of similar to you, but honestly, the reason I stopped watching it for a while was uh, not because of anything negative. It's It was all happening too fast for me, and I didn't want it to be over, you know. <laughs> and... Um, so but That tells a lot about your it, nature, it, it? Yeah, I, I did not want it to be over. And so, um, you know, I've since, just like Jack, watched those same initial episodes again, not because I was forced, I did it because I wanted to. You
1: know? Wrong choice uh, of words, God <laughs> forgive me for that.
0: No, I, and, and I, it, we're right there, we've watched it, my wife and I have watched it together. And I, I'll be real honest with you, um, I can't watch an episode without... Coming to tears at some point. Wet cheeks. I I literally cannot watch an episode without coming to tears at some point. Here's the thing that I would tell you to take away from it. First of all, if you've not seen The Chosen, if you're not plugged into that, get plugged into it. Watch it. Uh, Don't approach it. Uh, you know, with expectation or with skepticism, approach it with an open heart and an open mind, because here's the whole point in my view. I don't don't know if this is what Dallas Jenkins was thinking, but this is what I'm seeing. And that is he wants to get you into the mindset of that first century Jewish person, that Mm. first century Samaritan. He wants to get you into that time period and into that way of thinking and feel it and experience it and see it in a way that you never had. You know, when you're hearing words from the pulpit or you're reading text um, or even watching some of the things that have been done before, um, it, it's just not the same kind of experience. You, it doesn't take you there. It doesn't put you into place. And that's what I really, really like about this series is it puts you in the first century.
1: And it, it kind of affects you, too. I want to read a text. I texted my wife. I was binging on it. She was at work. And here's what this I wrote helps to her. You remember. Yeah, listen to this. Yeah. I just finished episode 7 of 8 in the first season of The Chosen. My cheeks are wet. When Jesus was brought in as the main character in the, in the the um, in The Chosen, the portrayals and happenings in his life are the best I've ever seen. I mean, uh, it just, the miracles, I just uh, was totally affected by that. And uh, also the characters, I was totally affected by that. My favorite episode so far has to be the woman at the well. Oh, my. Uh, That woman at the well and his uh, interaction with her is biblical, right out of scripture when they talk about worship. But the way they did it and the way they explained it and the way they portrayed it, and the looks on their faces, and the emotion, the emoting that was taking place, uh, made you understand it in such a beautiful way. And uh, her change and the joy and oh my goodness, John, it just uh, it just made me want to see more and more. I'm, I'm like you, and I, it made me want to, to tell everyone to to look at this as a tool uh, to push you into uh, wanting to know more and more and more about Jesus and who He is and how he affected people and what his purpose was and all of those things.
0: That one episode by itself um, is enough reason to watch the show. Um, I absolutely loved it. I've always loved that story for so many reasons. Um, And uh, it it really, really brought it to life um, from the very beginning, um, because you get the idea that, Jesus went that way not because he was going to Jerusalem, but because he was going to Samaria. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he tells the disciples, hey, that we're going to go to uh, Jerusalem. And they're preparing for a six-day journey, you know. Well, why does it take six days to get to Jerusalem? It's because the Jews are not going to step foot in Samaria because they hate each other. around Samaria. Yeah, and so they're going to go around. And Jesus is like, oh, it's only going to take us three days to get there. Why is that? Well, it's because we're going to go through Samaria.
1: Two of the things that I really enjoyed as far as that was concerned as well, is they'll go back to the Old Testament and they'll show Jacob finding water and digging the well and then coming to the well and getting into her story and then a wonderful dissertation on you don't worship in a place, in a building, but it's about relationship with God and you can worship him anywhere Uh, because the Samaritans weren't able to go to the temple to worship, so they were were out. But Jesus said, worship him in spirit and in truth uh with mind and with your body with your emotions uh it just was an amazing thing and then it was it was great to see uh, uh the things that that happened that are kind of subtle uh, the disciples come after he's talked to the Samaritan woman and then they they've been off gathering food getting food cuz they're all hungry and uh, they say to Jesus you want some of the food and he says no i've already eaten and he's talking about sharing with her and sharing the word if you notice later episode uh jesus gets up in the morning all the men are there and he says well let's eat and they all go lord we thank you today (laughs) they had learned to immediately understand that when jesus said eat it didn't necessarily mean like you and me yeah let's eat it meant let's get into the word let's worship let's let's go to god that's our food
0: yeah i thought that was great um, you know, it, it, there's a temptation here for me right now uh, just to stay on that story. <laughs> um, I, the, the whole woman at the well story itself is so captivating because by cultural standards, it was totally inappropriate what he was doing. You know, here he is talking to a woman in public. It's not his wife. It's not his daughter. Um, she's not a Jew. There were so many cultural prohibitions about what he did. He's asking her to give him, draw water for him. Um, you know, if a Pharisee had been watching that whole thing, um, they would not have even been able to look at him. They would have been so disgusted at what he did. And what does he say to her? He says, I see you.
1: Mm. You know, one of the things that I would say to some of you that may be really interested in lifestyle evangelism or sharing your faith, uh, what a great story this is to teach us how to share our faith. Uh, What Jesus did was uh, he started his sharing of truth and uh, salvation by talking about water, which is what she had come to the well to draw water. He said, if you had asked me, I'd give you some water where you would never get thirsty again. That was a curiosity to her and it led him then into being able to share the truth about her and the hope that she had.
0: And you talk about the lifestyle of evangelism. I mean, the the first step of that was number one, being there. Mm -hmm. Um, Number two, talking to her, all those things spoke to her in a way that, that had to create an unease, um, because I mean, think about this woman and her past and her history and what she knows about herself. She had been treated
1: like nothing, right?
0: Right. Well, not by, but like nothing, but as an object. As an object, yeah. you know. And uh, she's thinking, "Oh, here's another man who's just looking at me as an object." No, he's looking at you as a daughter. Mm. And that's know? so
1: important to see in our lives. How we should never look at another individual. Through the eyes of anything other than as a
0: human child being, of God.
1: child of God, someone that God loves and is worthy of salvation mm-hmm. and worthy of Christ.
0: And that's tough. That's tough. We talked about that verse a couple episodes ago about, you know, trying to live at peace with everyone as, as well, as long as as much as it's up to you, basically do your best. And it's, it's like that's hard to do. I mean, if we're being honest, some people are hard to love. <laughs> you know, I mean, at least for me, I'm just being real. Uh, Jesus loves those people. And I got to figure out a way to soften my heart um, so I can do that, too.
1: One of the things I try to think about uh, with that. I've worked is, on it with Jack. Yeah, he he has. Lot. He's trying to love me. Uh, maybe he'll get there another 20 years. But um, one of the things that, that I, I want to see is that if a person is hard to love, they probably need love Absolutely. more than anyone. The reason we are hard to love is probably because we've needed more love or we haven't been loved yeah. or or whatever. There's no excuse here. The thing is, love people in spite
0: of. In spite of themselves. themselves. And in spite of yourself.
1: And in spite of yourself.
0: Yeah. yeah. Very good. Um, anything else about The Chosen?
1: Well, um, I think that... Um, we could use this as a tool uh, to encourage other people maybe who don't know Christ to watch it because it's so well done and so informative and I think so emotional uh, that it could be a great way to get into conversations with yeah. people about the life of Christ. What I would say is make sure that you know about the life of Christ. I um, I was talking to a young minister friend of mine in Kansas And uh, he's started a new church work and, uh, you know, starting a new church in an area that doesn't have, you know, like a biblical church in that area is kind of hard rough going. And so he was so excited. He called me and he said, hey, we had five baptisms Sunday. I said, man, that's great. There are some churches that don't even have water in their baptistry. You know, they have such so few decisions. And I said, what were they? He said, well, it was three children, a teenager and, a, and an adult. And he said, you know, the interesting thing is, uh, here's the story. The young teenager wanted to be baptized. He came to me to accept Christ and to be immersed into Christ. He said he wanted his dad to do it. So the preacher went to the dad to talk to him about that, and the dad looked at him and said, well, I guess I better be baptized then. <laughs> and uh, so he talked to him, shared some things with him, went through yeah. some scriptures, uh, kind of got on that point, And then, teaching him a little bit, uh, the preacher baptized the father, and the father turned around in the baptistry and baptized his son.
0: That's beautiful. And
1: that that is kind of the thing. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, use it you know as a as a way that you can talk about people about about christ and about the reality he was a person he did walk the earth these things did happen it's history not just truth but it's history it's it's a it's really good good tool
0: it's a beautiful thing um, yeah, I think we could honestly spend a couple episodes just talking about uh, this this series, the chosen. I really do. Um,
1: well, it, let's start. Maybe break in Sorry about that. Uh, maybe we could start by having you send us some of the things that you thought were interesting about the chosen, and that you may want us to to address. And uh, one of the things I would say was the first miracle that they portrayed. And we'll talk about this This is what I think we can do. Just talk about some of those things Uh, was they showed uh, Peter and some of the disciples fishing all night and uh, not catching anything. And they needed to because of some debts and some taxes they had to pay. And it was dire and it was drastic and it was horrible. And uh, they come into shore in the morning. Jesus is teaching some people and uh, he confronts them, talks to them and then tells them to drop their nets again. And he drops the nets and then every fish in the Sea of Galilee couldn't get to the net fast enough and about sinks the boat. And the most touching thing to the whole thing so far in these four episodes was the conversion of Peter when he fell to his knees and he looked up at Jesus and uh, made him his Savior, believed in him. And Jesus said, follow me. And he said, I will follow you because you are Lord. And I just thought that was a wonderful portrayal of the amazing thing that Jesus does when he breaks into your life and uh, does something that you look at and you say, that can only be God. Uh, No one but God could have done that in my life. We sometimes say that was coincidence or just a part of circumstance or whatever. But I believe that if you really think about it, you will see God breaking into your life and being active and involved with you. Because I believe that God cares about us and he actually is involved in our lives. This great God of the mountains is our Father and he's involved in our lives. So I thought that was just an interesting, a wonderful portrayal.
0: Yeah, it is. If you've not tuned in again, look up the chosen there's an app for it you can buy a dvd and blu-ray and that kind of thing um these guys aren't doing it for money because here's the reality uh dallas jenkins wanted to be able to make these stories about jesus and his ministry um and give them away he wanted to give them away and uh what really pushed him over the edge to do it was when his wife said i like God's telling me that He's really good at impossible math, um, and He is. Um, he is good at impossible math. And if you feel like, yeah, you know, your problem is too hard for anybody to solve, to God, <laughs> it might it might seem like impossible math to you. To Him, it's two plus two equals four, because He is the master of solutions, <laughs> whatever the problem. All right, thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, Send us your comments. You can email us at connect at jackandjohnpodcast.com and um, share us with your friends.